Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. Hello, welcome to our Insights show. I'm Leanne Spencer, your host. I've been thinking this week about longevity. I've been thinking about my future health. I've been having a lot of conversations with people about this as well. And one particular conversation, which I had with a potential client earlier on this week, was all around what she wanted to do with her health, what her goals were, and what her ultimate aspiration was. And it really got me thinking what she said. And I've done a little bit of thought about that. And I wanted to introduce this idea to you so you can get thinking about this. I think it's absolutely critical for the way we're living our lives today. And the question I asked of this person was this, what is your ultimate aspiration for health? Where do you want to be in 20, 30 years time, which would put her in her 70s, 80s and early 90s? And she said she had a mother-in-law whom she admired because at age 85, her mother-in-law was still hill walking in Scotland, which is where she lives. She still has that energy, that vitality. She has the fitness and the inclination and the absence, I guess, of health issues that mean that is possible for her. And of course, it's a virtuous circle because the more of that she does, the healthier she is. The healthier she is, the more of that she can do. I thought that was absolutely brilliant. I mean, I spoke to this prospective client for about an hour and that was the bit of gold that I took from it. Because if we can really anchor that ultimate vision, it's going to really inform what we do today. So if you want to be 85 and you want to be walking the hills or perhaps it's cycling, maybe it's going to the gym, maybe it's just being active in your own way, reverse engineer what that needs to look like today. 30 or 40 years or however old you are. So I'm 43. So when I'm 85, that's going to be 32 years away. I need to reverse engineer what I've got to be doing today in order to still have that energy, vitality and fitness when I'm 85. And I started to think about that and think about what my goal specifically is. And actually, I go a little bit further than 85, although I would love to be hill walking at 85. I'm actually looking to be 100, but still self-sufficient. So let's reverse or unpick self-sufficient. What does that mean? It means I want to be in, in very good health. You know, maybe there'll be some stuff that's not going so well. I might have lost a couple of teeth. I'll have some wrinkles for sure. But that's a kind of a natural part of aging that at the moment, certainly unless you're injecting yourself with stem cells or doing anything like that, you probably can't get away from. You can mitigate, of course, you know, we can look after our skin with sleep by not putting a lot of chemically products on it or near it, lots of water, lots of movement and careful sun exposure. But apart from all of that, I, you know, I accept all of that's going to happen. I've got no problem with that. So me at 100 looks like this. I'm walking. Who knows how fast, but I'm walking. I'm mentally sharp. So good cognitive performance. The brain's still working pretty well. I'm still able to feed myself. I don't need assistance with that. I have really good and healthy relationships with other people that are well-maintained, whether that's, well, who knows how we'll be communicating in 57 years time, but whether that's face-to-face and preferably face-to-face, because we know that's a key part of having a long health span and a happy life later on in your years, or whether it's communicating by other means. As I say, who knows what that will be in the future. It probably won't be WhatsApp or email or Facebook Messenger. So, And I want to be living unassisted with no major health issues, able to still maintain an interest in animals, in getting outdoors, in just living a full life, really. So if that's the case, 
what do I need to be doing now? Well, it very much comes down to things I talk about all the time. I need to be sleeping well. We know, according to Professor Matthew Walker's book, Why We Sleep, that the average person needs seven to eight hours of sleep a night. So I aim to get eight hours of sleep a night and then it falls back to seven hours something and I'm fine with that. As long as it's got a seven at the start of it, whether it's seven hours in a minute, seven hours 30 or seven hours 59 minutes, I'm pretty happy as long as it starts with a seven. If it starts with a six, I'm not going to feel as fresh as I'd like to. I'm still going to be all right. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not going to take the day off, but it's not going to be as easy. I'm not going to sail through that day as easy as I will if it starts with a seven. If it starts with an eight, happy days, I can take on anything. And in order to create a window in which I can get seven to eight hours sleep, I have to have a window of between eight and nine hours. So if my wake time is seven, I really need to be in bed before 10, around 10, to make sure that I'm going to get that because inevitably sleep gets interrupted. Even though it's not ideal, it happens. So that's one thing I'm going to be doing now. In terms of cognitive performance, I'm going to be looking after my brain. I have my bloods tested every three months to see what my levels of omega-6 versus omega-3 are, and I adjust accordingly. And omega-3 contains fatty acids like EPA and DHA, which are very good for brain health. So I'm looking after things from that perspective, making sure I drink plenty of water, which is critical for brain health, making sure I'm challenging my brain. And one thing I love about running a business is that you are continually presented with problems that you need to solve. And it'll be the same for you in, in, you know, whether you're running a business or not, we all have challenges that we need to face mentally, problems we need to solve, whether they're home or work. And that keeps you very, very alert from a mental perspective, which is why elderly people are encouraged to do crosswords, but also encouraged to do things actually that blend mental cognition with physical activity. That is the perfect mix which is why sports, for example, like bracket sports are really good because you need to think about where you're going to place your body in the same time as, as preperception, so understand where the limbs are and mentally working out where you're going to place that shuttlecock or that ball. So all of that stuff I'm going to be carrying on doing. Mental health as well, or mental nourishment as I call it, is also things like the 10 minutes of meditation that I do every day. I have experimented with going longer, but I find actually 10 minutes is a nice bite-sized amount. I try and go deep in that 10 minutes. So not trying to go out for longer, you know, 15, 20 minutes, but getting distracted, but going deep and focused for 10. That's really important as well for mental nourishment, as well, of course, as taking micro breaks and taking regular holidays and just trying to give your brain a break from some of the stress hormones that we can flood it with. So I'll be doing that. I'll also be keeping an eye on my body composition. So I want a a healthy amount of fat in my body. We shouldn't be afraid of healthy amounts of fat but obviously not too much because that predisposes us to metabolic conditions like raised triglycerides, raised cholesterol, raised blood pressure, risk of prediabetes or even diabetes. So a healthy amount of fat, but also a healthy amount of muscle. And as we age, particularly for women, once we get post-menopause, we will then have big drops in our estrogen. And estrogen is vital for bone density. So for women in particular, once you're post-menopausal, you need to be doing resistance-based exercise, walking, running, weights, that sort of thing. But even better is before you even hit the menopause is get in the groove of doing that on a regular basis. And it applies to men as well. You're not off the hook in that regard. So really important from my body composition point of view to make sure I've got strong bones and good musculature and I maintain that into my old age. I'll also be putting lots of focus on my gut health because we know that bacteria in the gut and the dysbiosis or the variety of bacteria in the gut 
have a strong bearing on our health. So we know that gut bacteria, certain gut bacteria linked to, well, obesity, potentially cancer and heart disease. It's quite well established, linked with autoimmune conditions, so asthma, eczema, even autism, but also mental health conditions like depression. So I'll be taking good care of my gut. And I will be honest, that's an area that I'm focusing on at the moment because I think I could do a lot better. One of my mainstays is I drink a goat milk kefir every morning. I try and avoid foods that cause inflammation, which for me is lactose, excessive carbohydrates, and a few other things that I've got intolerances to. And I will try and avoid inflammatory situations like overeating, like too much sugar is another big one. So that's something I've got to work on. But I'm really focused on that because I think that's going to be key to that ultimate goal of living to 100 in a healthy state. And the last thing, of course, is fitness. I pay a lot of attention to my overall fitness. I'm cautious now. I haven't been. Again, it's only in the last three years, really, I've been careful about the right intensity of exercise at the right time and the right type. I have been guilty in the past of overdoing it. So that's something I'll definitely be reining in. Now, if I look after all those elements, plus I maintain good social connections, I put the right foods into my body. I make sure what I'm doing really, really upholds my purpose in life, which is to help other people prolong their health span through the use of personalized health, fitness and well-being. And in doing those things, I've got a very, very good chance of living healthily to 100 years old. The only fly in the ointment might be that I have had a very excessive past of alcohol and that might come home to roost later in life in terms of cognitive performance. Who knows? I don't worry about it. I have had a genetic test that uh, tells me I'm not predisposed genetically to any of the nasties like Alzheimer's disease, for example. So all is looking well, even if you have that genetic variation is by no means a fair complete that you'll get it. So that's the only potential fly in the ointment. Other than that, I'm really working hard now to enjoy life here in the present, but also make sure I'm feathering my nest for the future. And that's the message I want to leave you with. Is the way you're living your life today selling off your future health? I'll say that again, is the way you're living your life today, selling off your future health. Reflect upon that, get an ultimate aim in, you know, what do you want to be doing when you're 85 or what do you want to be doing when you're 100? Reverse engineer the steps you're going to need to take so you get a clear indication of what you need to do now. And I think that's probably a a great bit of advice. And, you know, I love the fact that it was dropped in by a client early this week. I love, love it when I get insights from conversations with clients. So I hope that's helpful. I'll talk to you next week. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotperformance.com and click on Take the Test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test and at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39-page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.